Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At B98.5, we live and work in Atlanta just like you. And it's important to know what's going on in our community and how we can help make it even better. Welcome to B98.5's Be in the Community. Welcome to the very first episode, the inaugural edition of B98.5's Be in the Community, where each week we're going to shine the spotlight on the people and events helping make Atlanta the greatest city in the world. I'm Tad from the Tad, Drex, and Kara Show weekday mornings here on B98.5. The name Clark Howard is synonymous with Atlanta. His nationally syndicated radio and TV shows have helped millions of Americans make smart choices with their money, and he's tackled the biggest corporations head on. Aside from all that, he's just a wonderful guy with a big heart, especially for Georgia's foster kids. This year, Clark's Christmas Kids enters its 33rd year, making sure every foster child has at least one present to open Christmas morning. Clark, unfortunately, not able to make it here this morning. He's dealing with some health issues, which we're going to get to in a bit. Instead, how lucky am I to get to talk to the first lady of Clark's <laughs> Christmas Kids, Lane Howard? How are Hello, you? I'm great. Thank you. The first time I interviewed Clark Howard, who is, if anybody doesn't know, he's really Atlanta's cheap So the first time I talked to him, I was talking about all this stuff and he mentioned you and he said, yeah, my wife doesn't really subscribe to my way of thinking as much. You're not going to Costco for your $1.50 hot dogs on weekends, right? You know, okay, so we compromise. We we do a lot of the Cafe 150 and then we'll also go out to a nice dinner. So it's, it's the yin and the yang. That's how we make it work. Clark's Christmas Kids, of course, in its 33rd year. And I have a memory from my first Clark's Christmas Kids. So my son Sam, who's now eight, was three and a half at the time. And Clark noticed that he was wearing a Patagonia jacket (laughs) and couldn't help but to walk over to my terrified three and a half year old and lecture him on his coat. This is called Patagonia. And you could buy a used car for what this coat costs. They're never too young for consumer advice. And since you're wasting money, even on a three and a half year old. I'm so sorry. My wife had to <laughs> let him know that it was thrifted, that she actually <laughs> bought it with money that she used from selling another Patagonia jacket. Yeah, but... you do. You feel like you have to give, you know, oh, well, I did this and I had a coupon and then I walked backwards uphill, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you want to see the video of Clark's exchange with my son, you can check it out on my Instagram at Tad on Air. He was three and a half lane. Oh, I'm old. so sorry. And he didn't say a word to Clark. He was just like, what is this? Man. And he goes home, he's like, Mom, I don't think I could wear Daddy, this. Daddy, you There's... told me not to talk to strangers. <laughs> you have kids too, right? Yes. Is he that way we with your three. kids? Because he's oh, constantly yeah. like Oh <laughs> yeah. He he tries. He tries. He doesn't always succeed. Do you see this lunchable? <laughs> Do you see what you're about to eat right now? Do you know how much that costs? That is actually something my my now 18-year-old son Grant loved lunchables. It just killed Clark. He was like, <laughs> Do you 
know how expensive these are. Grant would say, yeah, I like it. The dinner table is really funny. Grant's the last one at home, and he will, you know, he doesn't necessarily take dad's word as gospel. He'll (laughs) say, no, I think you're wrong, dad. And, you know, it's like, it's always a banter that's uh, good-natured. But it's funny because a lot of times people ask Clark something he'll say, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the answer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Clark uh, Clark doesn't get that response with Grant. Yeah, (laughs) his own BS, right? It's funny because my mom was uh, worked communications. She was in public relations for a nuclear power plant in Vermont, liberal Vermont. And I'm like a 17-year-old high school student wearing Birkenstocks. Every meal, like every dinner conversation was like, and my mother would say angrily with a beat red face, I would dance on top of that reactor. I'm like, okay, Okay. mom. But it's interesting, and I wanted to ask you about this, because the number one thing couples fight about is money. So is there any time that you two agree on finances? That's a good question. You knew who you were getting involved with, right? I I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, I mean, occasionally I'll put my foot down and say, oh, I think we should do this or and, you know, usually we always talk about the MasterCard logo where you have the little circles that intersect. Right. And I think we've really gotten good at staying in that middle section where we both know what works for each other. And I think I've become more frugal and he's I, I hate to say it. I think he's become a little more loose with his with his wallet. He's always generous with other people, but with himself, oh my goodness, yeah. it's scary. He does not want to open his wallet to pay for anything. If he has to valet somewhere, he's so grumpy and he won't do it <laughs> and he'll park two miles away and he'll walk and you know, he's yeah. late and he comes in and yeah. But yeah, I knew what I was getting into, so it's fine. I would imagine it's difficult to have an argument with him about money because it just <laughs> makes sense. I know you I'm like, yeah, he's he's just usually <sighs> right. On, so I know. Is there anything that he actually splurges on? Oh yeah, he's got one thing. Ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, he will not go for anything. According to him, substandard. It's got to be full fat like Haagen-Dazs or Ben and & Jerry's, and he will go all in. That pint, better run and hide. Talking to Clark Howard's wife, Lane, this morning. Tell us your love story. At what point did you and Clark get together? I was actually uh, working at the radio station on the AM side for AM 750, and I was working on the hometown radio show with Gary McKee and Larry Munson. Oh, yeah. Larry. And then worked for Neil Bortz and uh, had, you know, met Clark. Before they put me on a show, we'd kind of started dating. So um, at that point, it was a little awkward. Was that scandal? <laughs> was it? No, you know, back know? then, like, it wasn't a problem other than I would get so tickled because he would introduce everybody that was on the team working that day. He was in the habit of doing that. And he would just ignore me like I wasn't even there. And I was like, wait a minute, this guy likes me. He actually <laughs> likes me because otherwise he wouldn't ignore me and act like I didn't exist. When he was ignoring you, that was before you? We, no, we, start, were, that's we, how were, he you? we were starting to date at that point. Right. And he felt somehow awkward to even acknowledge, acknowledge that I was there. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got your number. There's many a wife that are <laughs> nodding their head right now saying, oh, yeah, I'm familiar. I know what it's like to be ignored. <laughs> yeah. Where was your first date? Was it at Costco? Or- okay, that's there's, there's a lot of dispute about what the first date was. I think it was at a Longhorn. Uh, <laughs> 
he asked <laughs> me out to dinner and, and and he like actually like reached across and touched my hand and he said it was to get his umbrella that he had you know his dollar umbrella that uh, was sitting on the table uh-huh. no 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 he touched my hand so <laughs> that was the first date at least longhorn is a steakhouse which is funny because at the time i was a vegetarian <laughs> oh even better yeah that's funny but he didn't know that yet in his defense so you guys start uh, seeing each other, and then you eventually worked on his show? Yes, working on uh, the Clark Howard show back in the day when he had the radio show, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And then after a while, I thought, you know, maybe this is too much mm-hmm. togetherness, and I went back to acting, which is what I you know, had done since I was five years old. So. so as far as the acting goes, is there anything we would know you from or we would have seen you in? This sounds like such a wonderful movie, but uh, Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa with... Was it Robert De Niro? Zac Efron was in that? It was a fun day or two where Dina Dill and I are on the golf course with them, and there's a lot of shenanigans going on. Robert De Niro is hitting on us, and Zac Efron is, like, trying to disentangle him from us. It, it, was, a, it was a fun, fun couple days. How long have you been teaching golf? <laughs> Ever since I retired from being an astronaut. It's nice to see some heavenly bodies around here, too. <laughs> hey, Grandpa, do you think we should probably start golfing <laughs> What the f***? Was that your that dream was... role there? Is that the pinnacle? <laughs> or what was your, what's no, the it... most memorable, like, I really love doing this? Oh, well, I love, I love doing theater. So for me, probably I did a one-woman show that I just absolutely love doing. And also I just did uh, Designing Women last year, which was written by, you know, the, the same woman that produced and wrote the show, the TV show. Right. And so she, it was a new iteration of that. But uh, the one-woman show, Irma Bombeck, was just a joy. It was so much fun. And this is something you just love doing. Oh, this love is your passion. It. This is your yeah. hobby or your Yeah, it is. I've always wanted to do it. I love doing it. It's hard. It's it's very challenging, but I love it. Yeah, acting is a lot of work and it's not as lucrative as a lot of people think. We have a celebrity insider, Awood, that comes in every Friday morning with casting calls and it's usually you'll be on set for twelve hours and you make a hundred bucks. People think of it as just all glitz and no, glamour. No, it's, it's, it's just actual. It's not, it's not glamorous. And, you know, as we middle class actors spend a lot of time auditioning and preparing. And, you know, you go in for sometimes six, seven auditions a week. And yeah. you, you have to be pretty much off book and in tune with your character. It's a lot. It's B98.5's B in the Community. I'm Tad from the Tad Drex and Kara Show. My guest is Lane Howard, Clark Howard's wife. You're here in place of Clark. Yes. Not only because I could not wait (laughs) to hear from the other side, but Clark, and I guess it's okay to talk about because it's like been a, there's been a news story on it on WSB. He's having some sort of health issues. Yeah. So he, his aortic valve is misbehaving. He, he got it at the dollar store and, you know, (laughs) so now he's paying the price and he's going to need a new one. So he's getting this incredible Sapien X4 valve that is new. Um, it is not even FDA approved. It's like a trial. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to, uh, you know, get his heart back going. But do you know what would really get his heart back to perfect health? It would be if you go out and you buy some Christmas kids some some gifts and you, you fill some stockings. That would really make his heart much, much better. Yeah, because he's not able. He's definitely, he's having this surgery in just a few days. He's not yes. going to be able to be running around from Walmart to Walmart 
while he's recovering. Right, exactly. So, so we really this year need to step up. Exactly. And we're going to we're going to make this happen for Clark. We're going to we're going to make sure that all these kids get something wrapped and under a tree or just something that they wanted for Christmas so that they know that there's someone out there thinking of them. That's the least we can do for these kids. Clark's Christmas kids now in its 33rd year and this is to make sure that foster kids have something under the tree. Some, yes, a gift all, to open, right? our goal is that almost all foster kids in Georgia, and I say almost all because a couple of the counties do their own program, but uh, most of the counties participate, and we're trying to get at least one gift under the tree for each of these children. I mean, they are in this system by no fault of their own, and just having something under the tree, knowing that somebody was thinking of them and wanted to make their Christmas special, it's so important. We really, as a family, enjoy Christmas morning sitting down and thinking about, oh, you know, we know that we we know that Jeremiah is opening this now, or some some point today, Mary, we, we remember we got this for Mary, and we talk about what we got for each child. Like, right. in other words, for my daughter, Steffi, I'll say, Steffi, in honor of you, I, you know, I bought these things, and we kind of surprise each other with what we bought for each child. And it just, honestly, it feels so good. And I just want those kids to have this feeling that they're they're being thought of and loved. You can imagine that a foster kid is got this, well, I hate to say, like, somebody didn't want me. You know, yeah. somebody gave yeah. me up. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other circumstances surrounding it, but they're never really great circumstances. No. And to think that uh, they're bouncing around sometimes from foster home to foster home. Christmas must just be something that's not necessarily promised every year. And probably extra sad. You know, if there's any way that we can make that somehow better for them, then we'd like to do that. And so these kids each get to pick out several gifts that they would like. Um, Walmart is is who our partner is, and they come up with lists of gifts for certain ages. And so the kids get to go through and pick. And so you can go on clarkschristmaskids.com and pick out a specific child by name, by age, uh, whatever you like, buy one gift, buy all the gifts for them. Um, you can donate money. If that's mm-hmm. easier for you, we will happily send our little elves out to to buy the gifts that the kids wanted. But it's just it's just such an easy way to to give back. And you you can come into the stores. There's uh, Walmart is hosting us three different times. Uh, or just get on the on, on your phone, on your cell phone. It's super easy this year. We have right now, as it stands, about 19,000-plus gifts we need. Holy mackerel. So, How many foster children are you trying to help? So the number is constantly changing. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think it's around 10,000, um, you know, in each year. And obviously it's changing daily. But uh, we try to cover as many as we can. Man, it's a, it's a big undertaking, but it's so rewarding. One of the coolest things uh, that's happened, and it's happened several times, is that at the Walmart stores, when Clark's been broadcasting, there are former kids from foster care 
that are now adults that have their own children Mm. that come in and will sit down and talk to Clark about how much it meant to them to get these gifts and to feel like somebody out there cared about them, even if they would, they never find out who it is, but that there's someone out there that cares about them. And this has happened repeatedly. And it's, it is, it is so touching. So believe that this is meaningful. If you could go to ClarksChristmasKids.com, you could find out uh, which Walmart stores and when, or just simply, it's really easy to buy for the kids. You can pick out an age that is meaningful to you. I was just looking at Layla. She's five years old. Uh, she's from Doherty County. And, you know, just a little arts and crafts kid or a dollhouse, maybe a small bike. I mean, it's it's just so easy to do this. And you're going to feel so good. It's tax deductible. It's the perfect way to round out your Christmas. Even if you're taking a collection around the office. Perfect. Or what I've done in the past is, especially with the older people in the family, they have everything already. So you buy for a foster kid through Clark's Christmas Kids and then give them a card that says, in your honor, I bought exactly. this. And, th- and I did that with Clark's Christmas Kids before. Like I mentioned, we were there with our four-year-old. Great thing to teach your own kids yes. about. Christmas is not all about you getting the latest Nintendo game or whatever it is. That, that Christmas is about taking care of others and giving back for all of the blessings that you have in your life. Another point that Clark made to me years ago that I just remembered as you were saying that is foster kids a lot of times only travel with like a suitcase full of stuff or a pillowcase full of stuff. They don't have a big U-Haul that they're bringing around because they're moving from house to house. They're lucky if they have a duffel bag. Yeah. And that's also we've had a a lot of folks donate duffel bags um, along with the gifts or, or something that the kids can put their possessions in because they they are often on the move. It's so heartbreaking to think about the fact that they're going through this, that they're jumping around from house to house. So anything that you can do to help those kids forget even for just one morning the situation that they're in and that there are complete strangers out there that are pulling for them and that are willing to pitch in and help make their Christmas bright. Absolutely. Talking to Clark Howard's wife, Lane, about Clark's Christmas kids going on right now. What happens when a foster kid turns 18? They kind of age out of the system? They're just, they're out. They're on their own. On their own. And so that transition obviously is super rough. I mean, most of us are lucky enough to have a support system. So uh, Clark's consumer tip would be that if you are interested, you could look into, there's a state tax credit for kids aging out of foster care. If you go to Mm fosteringsuccessact.org, you can find out more about this, but it's a way that that you benefit and you can help these kids because it it is absolutely so rough. They, They just get tossed out, essentially, unless there are people and organizations there to help them. So, So is that tax credit for helping kids once they turn 18? Yeah. To make the transition. And you can make a donation and get some sort of tax credit for that. That's great. We had a big debate on our show because I was thinking about all the garbage that I've gotten as gifts as an adult. You know, uh, my mom doesn't know what to buy me, (laughs) so she ends up buying me an ice scraper. I'm like, I live in Georgia. We get ice (laughs) on the windshield maybe two days a year. And so I made the bold statement, and I really do believe this. That Christmas should not be about adults at all. We should focus on the kids. You remember what it was like to race downstairs and check under the tree and all that magic and wonder. When we're adults, 
like everything else, we've got experience and it wanes. So what a great opportunity to do this for thousands of foster kids. Again, it's ClarksChristmasKids.com. You can make a financial donation. You can go out to a Walmart. It's always amazing to be at Walmart to see logistically everything yeah. kind of working. You walk into the store, you grab a list of a real child. Real child. Then you just go shopping and fill your cart and come back and everything gets taken care of. Or you can, you know, just go online and, and pick out a child you want. It's it's so easy because in the in the past, but actually before COVID, we didn't have have, you know, the online capability that we do now, and we were kind of forced to to build that. That's right. been great because sometimes, I mean, you're busy during the Christmas season. It's hard to get out to a certain yeah. Walmart on a certain day. That's a good thing. The Zoom meetings, the endless yes. Teams calls, maybe not so much, not but so much. some good did come out yes. of it. And it could be something like bath toys or a bike or, you know, anything that catches your eye. And Clark loves it. (laughs) He was like, remember to say this. Clark loves it if you go to, like, the names that start with Z and you know, R and S, because he feels like the kids with the the names that start earlier in the alphabet always get covered always get first. So go to the of, end yeah. of the alphabet and pick out a child. <laughs> well, congratulations. 33 years of helping Georgia's foster kids. I forgot to ask how this all started. 33 years is 33 a long time years. to be doing this. This originated with uh, WSB in general, and it was one of their pet projects. And then over the years, it got kind of passed on to Clark and he became the the mascot. And he, he <sighs> loves it. We call him Santa Clark. I will tell you, one of the first times I ever saw Clark at WSB when I'd first started working there, I see this guy going by the window. You know how we have those glass windows? Right. On a bike. He's in a suit top and shorts. Of and course. And he's going by on a kid's bike. That his knees are like sticking up and he's I'm like, who is this goofball? Like, what is going on? Well, it turns out people had been dropping off gifts, you know, and uh, he's at the using station. Well, this is slightly so used. Yeah, he was in a break in between. And, you know, at that point he had the suit top on because he would go do uh, WSB TV on set with this, you know, the, the suit jacket. And then he's got his little shorts on. I was like, oh my God. What is going on with this guy? Well, I did read an article about Clark, who was like the most sought after eligible bachelor at the time <laughs> for women who go for kind of dorky. I don't know if does he consider himself dorky? I don't know. I mean, I definitely he he always said he was not a ladies man. But I got warned to stay away from him, that he was like a player. Oh, so yeah. I was like, mm, I don't know about this guy. Well, but I mean, he's, he's really nice. Uh, he might be the most famous person in Atlanta because everybody knows what he looks like from his days on CNN, and he's still on TV now. I see him at Chick-fil-A. I don't know if he's <laughs> supposed to be going to Chick-fil-A. That seems a little pricey. <laughs> but, you know, you see him driving around town all the time. Oh, yeah. He's he's an Atlanta native, and, uh, you know, he's a fixture. He loves roaming around at Costco. and Yeah, if you want to find him, basically Costco. you go to a Costco, Sam's Club, Walmart, He's a shopper, but it's got to be a deal. But a bargain shopper. Got to be a deal. A bargain shopper. And his emails are great for deals and travel deals and 
and everything. Is there any plan? I hate to talk about this, but to kind of slow it down. Do you ever get on him? Like he's <laughs> retirement age, right? Is he just going to yeah. keep doing this? Yeah, he loves it. Well, I tell him he might as well work because he goes into these long monologues with me after he's finished reading. He reads about four or five newspapers a day and he'll be like, wait, did you hear about this? And he'll just keep talking. And I'm like, we might as well just turn on a mic mm-hmm. because he's going right. to talk anyway. So he, he loves it and he loves what he's doing and he loves people. And he's what you hear or what you see is 100 percent Clark. That is who he is. He's not putting on a show. What I love about Clark and consumer advocates is that people are getting taken advantage of every day Mm -hmm. and they will stop at nothing. And there are so many shady practices that are done in the name of the bottom line for these companies. Corporations have no heart. And so to have somebody on our side who's standing in front of Equifax when that whole deal went down, who's mm-hmm. you can just see the anger. That's that's when you were saying that, you know, you don't think he'll ever retire and he shouldn't retire is because he still, like me, gets fired up when he sees these great injustices <laughs> in does. the world. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, he it just makes him and he 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 rarely gets angry. I mean, if I have a fender bender, he's <sighs> like. Oh, are you okay? Oh, it's fine. Like, he's so even keeled. But if somebody gets ripped off, oh, he is on fire. He's yeah. so angry. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this comes naturally to him. He's never he's never going to stop. Well, please give our best and all of our love to Clark in a speedy I will. recovery. I will. We need this man to be around for years yes, and we years do. to come. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lane. Thank you for having me. Clark'sChristmasKids.com is the website for all the information you need to support this great effort. They're going to be broadcasting live today from the Walmart at 970 Mansell Road in Roswell from 1 till 3. Again, that is later on this afternoon, 1 till 3, the Walmart at 970 Mansell Road in Roswell. Appreciate you listening. If you'd like to share this with a friend, we have it on demand on the website at b985.com. And you could also suggest a charity or nonprofit organization that you'd like to be featured on B in the community. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.